0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Culture Cubs Podcast. Kabuki Andy here along with Tryout Sam. Sam, what's going on, man? Not a lot, man. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am doing fine. Um, today we're going to talk about a super hot movie coming out right now. It's probably going to be, be big, what do you think, all the way through the holiday season as a it's, sleeper hit.
1: It's the hottest movie ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Right now it's um, gone up two spots to be the number 10 most uh, popular movie uh, movie on imdb and it is december 3rd right now so yeah, um yeah we're talking about 2017's ladybird uh starring sorcerer ronin and uh, written and directed by uh, Greta Gerwig. So, Sam, what's give us a story on Greta Gerwig. Where have people seen her before?
1: So, uh, I really like Greta Gerwig. She's awesome. She's in a couple of sort of like indie darling movies. Um, mm-hmm. She was Frances Ha and Frances Ha, which I think I've mentioned before, but I love that movie. That's an awesome movie. Um, mm-hmm. She was uh, the kind of fun escapist character in Mistress America. Um, she was in Jackie, which I have not mm-hmm. seen, but apparently she's in that movie. Um mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she's just done all these little like indie movies that made her really popular. She did like Baghead and Greenberg and um, just these little projects, a lot of which um, are either in concert with or involve in some way her. I don't know if they're married yet, but Noah Baumbach because I,
0: th- yeah, I think they're just the partners, quote unquote.
1: OK, yeah, because I think they've been together for a while and I thought they were they married. Have. But yeah, yeah, it's it's her and him. And you can kind of get like kind of echoes of Noah Baumbach and Lady Bird, which is a good thing. But uh, yeah, Greta Gerwig,
0: totally, totally badass. (laughs) Yeah, no, she's fantastic. Frances Ha is another one of those movies uh, that you could just say, hey, if you just want like a fun movie... Uh, Francis Ha and you haven't seen Francis Ha yet Francis Ha is right for you yeah
1: and it's a movie at least for me that I can I, I would rather watch like if I had to watch another movie that I've already seen before I'd rather watch Francis Ha over most other movies including yeah. Lost in Translation <laughs> oh
0: ho, ho, ho. yeah well Lost in Translation can get kind of heavy though
1: yeah that's true and and
0: like you know after you've seen it like 30 times you know what's gonna oh happen. <laughs> yeah yep exactly but um we're talking about uh, a movie that she wrote and directed this is her directorial debut yeah and um, she's
1: kind of hit it out of the park yeah. a little bit given that was... um, what, what I was mentioning earlier it's the it's the best reviewed movie in like modern history because mm. <laughs> yeah. it's hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes with 185 fresh reviews. That's yeah. more than anything. That's more than
0: uh, the 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 current the the title holder before that was Toy Story three at one hundred percent. Yeah, which I, um, I have.
1: Have you seen that yet, Toy Story three? I have
0: not seen Toy Story. I heard it was I really sad. A, I heard it was good. I just haven't watched a. I haven't watched a Pixar movie um, probably in five years.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I just, just heard because it because
0: the Lego movie is just fantastic. You yeah, they're super the fun. Movie.
1: Yeah, they're super fun. I heard it was like good but sad.
0: Mm. Yeah, like Lady this, Bird. yeah. No, Lady Bird. Lady Bird is an interesting movie. Um, what would you, how would you describe Lady Bird, my man?
1: So I think, uh, on a, I think on the IMDB, it calls it a comedy drama, which is probably an accurate, an inaccurate, uh, uh, a genre titling for mm-hmm. this one. Um, it stars, uh, like you mentioned, I think her name is Cersei. I think that's how you're supposed it's to a say her name. show.
0: Sorcia? I don't know. Yeah. I just remember she was on, uh, she was on SNL. Uh, the Late show. She did a whole, she did a whole bit on, uh, SNL about her name last night. Uh, okay. That's how I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. She yeah. did, uh,
0: uh, uh, the late show and Colbert kept calling her Cersei. So I'm going to call her that too. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Um, anyway, uh, she's, uh, uh, plays Lady Bird who is this high schooler. Uh, I think she's a senior. Um, and she's getting ready for, um, college and, and, you know, what comes after high school. So it's a coming of age story in her senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. And she lives in Sacramento, which she doesn't really love. Um, and it's about her kind of uh, acting out a little bit because she's kind of like a punk compared mm-hmm. to everyone else in her school, which I believe is a Catholic school, um, yeah. some kind of religious school. And uh, uh, everyone's pretty straight-laced. And so she was straight-laced, and she kind of like breaks out on her own a little bit and then kind of comes back. And it's a good it's a good uh, coming-of-age story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's... Um uh, it's got a little bit of an overtone of uh, kind of like a Rushmore, Rushmore vibe because that's also dealing with kids growing up in a um, in a private religious school. Yeah, right? yeah. You, and, I think
1: you told me that before I watched, and I was like, "Yep, Rushmore, lots of yeah, Rushmore." <laughs> in it is a good because, way. and it,
0: yeah, in a good way. And it is, it is kind of like. Um, because that's also dealing with Max's senior year, right? Yeah. In Rushmore, right? Yeah. So it's definitely the same thing. Um, the I think the one thing about this movie that separates it, um, obviously, it's a definitely it's a it's a lady-driven cast, right? Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, well, there are there are enough things to make this its own movie, not just like a Rushmore clone. And even if it was just a Rushmore clone, it'd still be a fun movie to watch. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. Um, yeah. This goes into the uh, it goes into college a little bit. Um, it's the Rushmore is definitely about um, a guy and his teacher and and Bill Murray, right? Yeah. And um, goofball Friends. goofball <laughs> friends, right? And this this is more about this is def, I feel like it's a little more um around uh ladybird and her fellow students and kind of fitting in into school in a way that's not the focus of uh, Rushmore
1: yeah, well, I mean Rushmore is a Wes Anderson movie so it has all that kind of like fun whimsical kind of fantastical flair which yeah. Lady Bird has a little bit of that but it's much more mm-hmm. toned down and down, like just normal. Um, yeah, like her friends don't go off doing like wacky things instead they just go to like dances and are awkward or they go to like a rock show and are just kind of like quietly watching. You know, like it's yeah. all it's all pretty normal stuff that's relatable. It's not like they're going to have a slow motion pan in the teachers room. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They do the Rushmore oh, and there's no, <laughs> but, um, it is, you know what? And something else that popped into my head when I was watching this though, like the difference between, um, so many movies have come before, like kind of coming of age school movies have come and gone between Rushmore and this movie that I felt like I was, when I was watching this, you get a lot of Rushmore. I also get a little hint of, uh, mean girls every once in a while. Oh yeah. Um, I can see that. I yeah. saw that movie. um, yeah. But in uh, but if all the all the kind of like goofy fun of Mean Girls was stripped out, and it's (laughs) a you know that you're watching something that's actually kind of sad. Yeah, a a lot lot of the movie,
1: movie. a lot of the movie is pretty dark. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I that's what we're doing with this movie. But I uh, I like this movie a lot. Um, what do you like in Broad Strokes, and what was your um favorite scene?
1: Okay, so um, Broad Strokes. Uh, like I think we mentioned earlier, this is Greta Gerwig's directorial debut and she does a stellar job. Mm -hmm. Um, like her, her handling of both the subject matter and, uh, pacing of the movie Mm -hmm. is on par with Noah Baumbach. And uh, like, I'm sure he helped a little bit, like not that much. (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah, she does a really good job at, uh, directing. I want to say, uh, I think... Miss Ronan, I'm gonna to refer to her as that because that's the that first name. Um, I think she was nominated for stuff for Brooklyn. Um, okay. I'm gonna be really surprised if she doesn't win like an Academy Award or a bunch of other awards by the end of like 2000, like 2000. I don't know. Twelve, uh, th- like within like the next three or four years, she's gonna probably win stuff because she like is lights out fantastic in Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she's, and I'm sure she's really good in Brooklyn. I, she was really good in um, um, Grand Budapest Hotel for like this kind of short part that she played. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> kind of memorable and fun. She uh, and she was kind of um, she was okay in Atona. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she does a really good job at most of her roles and um, brings this kind of air of sincerity, which is really impressive. Especially because in Lady Bird, she plays like an American, and like mm-hmm. if you listen to her speak, she has like a very um, thick Irish accent, despite the fact that she was born in America, but then they moved to Ireland when she was like three or something. And then she Mm -hmm. came back. So like, but she, she does a really good job at kind of throwing herself into the role. So yeah, directing and uh, lady bird do a great job. Um, miss Ronan. Um, I also really like the music, which is done by John Bryan, which is also something that harkens back to Wes Anderson movies because John Bryan does the music for some Wes Anderson movies. Um, and so, uh, the, the music was really cool uh, yeah, I liked a lot of, a lot of different, a lot of good stuff here. My favorite scene is probably, it's one from the, uh, it's one from the, the trailers where, um, Lady Bird is in bed with the other guy, and the other guy's just like, "You're gonna have so much unspecial sex in your life." That's really that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite. That's like a that's like a really great line. <laughs> it was really oh cool. yeah, and it was delivered in like very good way, very funny. There's a despite how dark the movie is overall, there's a lot of like kind of funny joke parts that are genuine and just silly that kind of yeah. make you laugh. So oh um, yeah, yeah. So what about you Andy what were kind of broad stroke things that you liked in I'm your favorite gonna, scene
0: Um jump off of uh, your thoughts there uh, the direction was good Um I uh, the movie kind of kept your for the most part kept your um attention all the way through Um they they cast this movie really well uh, Run yeah. run, obviously shoulder the movie awesomely she was great but all of her friends that were kind of around there um uh like her original friend I her name is she's got the best stage name in the world beanie feldstein yeah. <laughs> good for her she's beanie. great <laughs> Fels, feldstein beanie um <laughs> and then we got uh that uh um the mom was good her brother's her brother her like brother was good yeah right? yeah uh her boyfriends were all good right um, you know what? This is gonna blow your mind. Um, the dad, right? Tracy Letts. Tracy Letts did a great job, right? Yeah. Um. Also known for writing Killer Joe.
1: Oh wow, that's a uh, really it, interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. If only he could. Like, he didn't direct Killer Joe. He wrote the play.
1: Okay. Well, just like he, still, just that's like really like he wrote, weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if y'all don't him, know, right? Killer Killer Joe is a movie from 2012, directed by the legendary William Friedkin, about this really wacky guy who stumbles upon like this trailer park household and just ruins their lives <laughs> yeah yeah and it's violent and crazy which is the opposite of the character he plays in ladybird which is a nice dad
0: a nice dad <laughs> who's trying to do his best yeah and he's getting yeah. he's um facing his age right yeah um <laughs> yeah yeah no um i like the whole dynamic this is a very um people-driven um drama that you watch unfolding and you mentioned this already, but. Um, Kind of like the, uh, you're watching something play out, sometimes it's dark, and then something will pop, and then it'll be really funny out of all of a sudden, right? Yeah. Which yeah. kind of encapsulates real life better than anything I've seen in the movies in a while, right? Where it's like yeah. something could suck, and then something really just funny and stupid happens, and people laugh, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think specifically one scene about that that goes to that point is when they're trying on dresses for the prom right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And they're bitching at each other while they're going through dresses. And then in the middle of it, I think someone, which one of them, either Ladybird or her mom pulls out the dress and they're like, Oh, isn't this cute. And then they just go Google Gaga over it. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: Her mom pulls out like a peach colored dress from yeah. the thrift store. It's like a thrift store or whatever. Yeah, and, she, and they lose both their line like together it. over it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: so that was a, that's a great scene that kind of inca- encapsulates the uh, kind of like the vibe of the whole movie. Um really um this movie kind of develops uh and changes and focuses um intently on one aspect towards the end of the movie which I think is the relationship between Lady Bird and her mom yeah. right yeah and the whole thing is kind of percolating and taking a life of its own even though the movie is not about all, all about her and her mom it really becomes like a main Parallel throughout the whole movie and kind of finishes on that note, right? Yeah, yeah. So what starts off as here's a girl in the school turns out turns into uh, um, uh, a um a movie about the deep relationships between a girl and her parents, particularly her mother, though.
1: Yeah, and we should we should mention her mom is kind of like a uh, hard ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely your classic tough love mom. Yeah. Absolutely. That you've seen in movies before, but Laurie Metcalf plays a really good tough love mom. For yeah. Sure. Just
1: like in Roseanne, sort of. <laughs> just like in Ro- and and Third
0: Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yeah. But um, I thought she did a really good job too. Uh, let's talk about uh, Lowlights. What did you think is a, a movie this good? Uh, I think we're going to follow suit along with this. I think... Um, these things are probably just going to be our personal dislikes instead of like gaping holes in this movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what Um, you got?
1: So my, my main dislike is really just the, the very last part of the last third. Um, when she goes to college, there's just, Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, um, there are just scenes that are a little bit longer than they should be. Uh, Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like, uh, there's a little too much, Um, Mm -hmm. stuff that happens at that last part which is a little weird because um most of the things beforehand it moves pretty quickly throughout like high school stuff but then when she gets to college like there's like this typical douchebag guy and like it could have been kind of sped up a little bit more yeah so just the things at the very end could have been a little faster um and then uh the um, when when they have like the big reveal thing, it's it's kind of an odd scene tonally. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when uh, Lady Bird is talking to her mom, and yeah. and they're doing the thing that that scene uh just felt not out of place in terms of what was happening. Like I I could understand why the scene was happening, but it seems yeah. like an outlier compared to how every other scene was directed. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if that was because like maybe they wanted it to stand out extra, but it just um kind of felt a little weird because it's a most of the most of the shots go back and forth between cameras there's multiple cameras sometimes but when there's a a few scenes like there's a big argument that happens that's a single camera scene Mm -hmm. but in this one it is a single camera scene but they track kind of in it Mm -hmm. but um, it feels awkward when they track in I don't know how else to explain it it's just um, it's a weird is an oddly framed and shot scene compared to everything else Um, those are the those are my two kind of big like things I dislike um but yeah that that was that was pretty much it for me. What about you, Andy? What were the kind of things you didn't like so much?
0: yeah, it's original- original uh real original of me I'm just gonna say uh same thing um <laughs> and it's not it's not I don't think it's something where it's like, oh, come on, you're just being lazy here and and picking and pulling up off a of slam slack, but it is it is that noticeable, right yeah, it's, and it it's just doesn't it feels like an addendum to a movie, right, yeah, it is something. And the, the thing about this movie is and it's a movie that is so unique and has such a good vibe throughout the whole movie and its own, very, its own personality, right? Yeah. Um, and this is a movie, to me, it doesn't stick the landing, right? Yeah. Which is weird because you think about other movies that we've seen over the past couple of years that have stuck the landing that have been okay movies but um, stuck the landing really well. And um, maybe it, you know, such a strong finish that it makes up for stuff in the other in the, uh, that otherwise would dock it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this movie doesn't stick the landing, and it's not it's not like terrible, but to me it would be like it's a it's like a half a point less than what I would give it if it just done something else. I don't know what that would have been, but I know it would have been this, right? Yeah. Um, the ending is something where. And I don't know if it was kind of like, and, you know, in Rushmore, they don't talk about college, but we're going to go there. We're going to go there for like five minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, I know what they're trying to do. And I like the idea of taking a glimpse of what happens after she leaves the nest, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But the way it's done, it either feels like you need to add on another 20 minutes or you just need to not do it at all in yeah. terms of, uh, because it, it just feels rushed. Because it's supposed to be first of all, it makes the feel it makes the movie feel longer, but then that part feels truncated itself, right?
1: Yeah, it's just it just feels
0: kinda like they like kind of just bumbled it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the maybe it's like they want it to have an ending that ends a certain way and makes you feel a certain way. Um, if I edited, I would have ended it when she's on the plane. Oh yeah, the airport would have been the best way to do it. And yep. that would have been like the perfect ending. And that ending to me would have finished off, um, tonally be consistent with the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, or like they mm -hmm. could
1: do the airport. They could do like a, like a 32nd montage of the dumb stuff that comes in later and then have the call at the
0: very end. Yeah. 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 Right. um, there's just, there's just, it, it's a weird, it's a weird ending past that, the airport scene, which yeah. I really, I really liked the airport. That was scene awesome. A lot. That was great. Right. Yeah. Um, that's like the perfect ending in my mind. Right. Yeah. Um, because it's all consistent to what had developed up until that point. Yeah. Right? And
1: that's, that's the other like kind of long single camera shot is when her mom is in the car mm-hmm. and, uh, Matt, uh, Laura, uh, Laurie Metcalf like destroys that role. She does a great mm-hmm. job. Too, yeah. So yeah
0: oh can i give a uh, forgot one thing Um, uh, we know how we talked about the little little bits and pieces uh of of characters that are in this movie that i really like them cast well oh yeah yeah um i will give a shout out to um the catholic nun that got the uh, car that said you know the car with the cans oh, on yeah it, right <laughs> that was props great. to her right i will also give a props to the um pe coach who takes over right? Oh, that was awesome. That was really funny. That, that was, was funny. great. <laughs> that was great. And, uh, and also the, uh, the original, um, priest who was helping out with the first theater production, right? Um, I thought that was interesting because that got dark really fast for a movie. Oh, and yeah. that's Th- and that actor, dealing with stuff like that. He's great. He's, yeah, he's that great. Actor, he's been Stephen a lot of H- Yeah. Steven Henderson. Yeah.
1: yeah. That was really impressive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For the, given the amount of screen time he's in there, but this is it is one of those things where you have all this this movie is so complicated in this girl's world and she's complicated and she's trying to figure out things and everybody else is dealing with their own shit, right? Yeah. And it's really um uh having so many they're not tonal shifts, but having them all mixed together in one way cohesively without Uh, losing the balance of the whole movie I think is really tough to do and the direction of this movie is spot on for that so I mean it could have been it could have been it could have been bumbled throughout the whole movie we're lucky that it only ended in the last five minutes of it I think yeah 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 but I mean that's a a long winded thing of stuff that I didn't like but that was the (laughs) only thing that I thought was bad
1: yeah yeah really just a little little part at the end a little bit weird little wobble little wobble yeah so what
0: would you give it (laughs) Out of uh, uh, like a 10, 10 being the perfect movie um, and uh, why would you give it that number? so I would probably give this like a strong
1: eight and a half to mm-hmm. maybe like a nine on a good day. Yeah. Uh, Cause like you mentioned, it does tell lots of different stories and for the most part, it handles those stories really well, even though some of them are kind of like predictable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and things that you've seen before that you're familiar with, like, Oh girl has breakups, girl, you know, mm-hmm. finds another guy and he's a weirdo. He's whack as well, wh-, you know, stuff like that. Um, it, it's, it's all pretty, um, normal and mundane but the way that it's handled is really interesting to watch um the way that uh the music and uh cinematography kind of weaves its way throughout the movie mm-hmm. is it keeps it interesting um again the end is a little weird but other than that i thought it was uh pretty strong so yeah definitely strong eight and a half very light nine for me um
0: what was your other question did you ask I forget. Uh, yeah. No, you, you ex- explain, why you, why oh, okay. you gave okay. it such yeah, a yeah. number. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Andy? Um, what, what would you give it and why? I would say, uh, I'm going to give it a straight nine, right? Okay. Uh, okay. To me, it would be, and I'm going to do the same thing. It, they, if they stuck the landing, it would have been a nine and a half for me. Yeah. Um, and I think we're right on par with everybody else. It's an 86% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, 100% tomato viewer, tomato meter. Um, like an 8.5 average on IMDb. Yep, exactly. Eight point 94 on uh, Metacritic right now. Right? Yeah, yeah. The only thing hotter right now that I could think of that doesn't have as many uh, 100% tomato viewer is uh, Call Me By uh, Your Name right oh yeah and that's the and that's the one you're telling me about the- that's the new army hammer one also starring a guy from lady bird who was the second boyfriend in this movie he's the one of the leads and call me by your name
1: yeah his name is so, timothy chalamet, chalamet <laughs>
0: what a what a sophisticated young man yeah no, um, but it is uh this is super hot right now um glad we got to see it i saw it in the theaters you saw it in the theaters yeah um would it matter if people saw it in the theaters or not
1: I actually think, and I think you mentioned this too, this is a movie you kind of want to see in theaters because, yep. um, there are lots of scenes of Sacramento cause, and, and we haven't really mentioned this, but a lot of the movie is almost like a love letter to this Sacramento. Yeah, And, um, so you'd kind of miss out on all of the outdoor shots of places. Right. Um, also the, the, most of the movie is, um, kind of filmed like uh, we were talking about Saul a couple days ago, son of Saul and son of Saul is basically like, you could watch that on like a, like a CRT monitor from the eighties and it would be the same kind of like engrossing suffocating experience Mm -hmm. because the, the camera is never more than like a foot away from its subject. But in this, the camera is farther back. Most of the time you get like mostly full bodies or three quarter bodies. Um, and so uh, there's a lot of detail on the screen, especially, Mm um, in 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 um, Lady Bird's house, but also in her friend's houses and stuff. It's it's kind of cool to see all of that stuff, um, especially on the big screen. It just like it feels like the right format and the right viewing place for it. But to be fair, it it, it kind of reminded me of Lost in Translation in that way. Lost in Translation did the same thing with um, how it it uh, framed um, its subjects. So it's not like you would be missing out a lot, but it's cool to see it in the big screen.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's and I. I was thinking before, you know, you think Rushmore 2.0, I never saw Rushmore in the theaters, right? Because I wasn't old enough basically. Yeah, me either. Right? But <laughs> it's one of those things where maybe I would have liked to see Rushmore on the big screen just to see it on the big screen, right? Yeah. There are some, they, these shots, there are some very pretty shots in this movie that would be nice to see on the big screen, right? So, um, and it's a, the, the minimalist score is very nice, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. and to watch it in kind of like a, uh, uh, like a kind of disturbance free zone uh, would be also kind of nice because this is a movie that deserves your full attention
1: absolutely yeah I agree um, I agree
0: but I think watch it any way you can um, I'm surprised that this is rated R so um, that's interesting
1: well it's because they have the one or two sex scenes and it uh, says yeah. some <laughs> language I guess it yeah, some curse. language
0: yeah I guess so but yeah. um, very good movie um, go check it out for sure right
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Well, thanks as always, everybody, for listening in. We really do appreciate it. Let us know what you thought about Lady Bird if you've seen it or Greta Gerwig in general because she's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, um, be sure to like us on the SoundCloud and Facebook and all those other avenues. and We really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Bye.